0: Coming to you from sunny Orlando, Florida, welcome to the paper stack podcast, where we cover current topics in the note industry, give you tactics for your note business and talk with industry leaders to make you a better note investor. And now your hosts, Brett Berkey and Rick Allen. All right. Welcome back. Another snackable Brett Berkey, Rick Allen. Here we go. Teeing it off. Lots of yep. good stuff going on right now in paper stack and in the world, but we're here today. What are we talking about first? What do you have lined up for us to spew our knowledge out into the world of YouTube? Uh,
1: well, one of the things that we're going to talk about for the snack pool is the indicative offer, the indicative bid, uh, why it's important, the things that you need to do as a buyer to make sure that you are, first off, making the best indicative offer, but also at the same time, making sure that. Uh, there's some important things you want to let the seller know as you go out there and to the world and do your due diligence during this indicative offer period. And uh, as Rick, as one of the sellers on the platform, I'll let you roll with it. Kind Brett, of, tell me what's an indicative offer. It's, it's an armchair offer. This is the one that, this is the, after you've run a little bit of value, kind of looked at the stuff, you know, gone through Zillow, looked around, kind of maybe poked around and got as much information as you can right off the bat. Uh, this is, now you're like, all right, this is, What I'm willing to offer offer, based off what I've found now, if things change in my due diligence and I find something that might change my bid, I will adjust my
0: offer based off what I
1: find. But we can agree to this.
0: Pretty close. So, yeah, that's pretty good. Indicative offer is essentially saying, look, based on what I've seen so far, as long as everything else in your collateral file, the pay history and everything basically you've told me I find to be true, I'm good with my offer. And... This is uh, this is key to becoming a good a good buyer. So um, the first thing indicative bid, if you're going to do it, you want to be able to run high level values. You want to be able to run them pretty quickly. There's tons of resources out there. Um, we even provide some of it with links to Zillow. Um, but you want to get a, an idea of your value of the property. Zillow Realtor um, Trulia, there's there's a lot of them out there that you can go go take a look at. Another thing you want to do is you want to drive the neighborhood, sort of they say drive the neighborhood using something like Google Earth, mm-hmm. to where you can get in there and make sure that hey this is an area that I want to use, this is a, an area that I want to invest in, um, I'm comfortable with that. Um, these are all things that are going to help you become comfortable with the exterior part of your running your due diligence, the mm-hmm. stuff that is the surface level. Um, you know, I would also kind of request to look at um, some pay history up front. Just something quick. So here, can you just upload the pay history or something along those lines? So you want to make sure that if it's a performing loan that they are actually paying. You don't want to go spend time and money on valuation reports, on um OE reports mm-hmm. and and come to find out that wow the payment history isn't exactly what they said it was. And also ask them, hey, what's what's your pay history look like? How you know how What's the most recent payments made? What are they due for? Um, All that stuff should be on paper stack and easily accessible by clicking on the assets tab. Mm -hmm. Um, But sometimes investors are not, uh, or sellers are not updating that um, daily. Like some of our other sellers have the the data piped in from their servicer nightly. And so you can, you know, you're pretty much guaranteed that it's fresh data. And you can look at um, one of the things to look at. To kind of get a a hint of okay how fresh is my data is when you click on the assets page and you see all the the loan data uh, at the the title bar you'll see something that says updated oh yeah when and it'll tell you when the last time it was updated some of them you'll see updated eight hours ago or 12 hours ago some of them you'll see updated a week a month two months Um, if you're in the two month category or your past 30 days it's a great time just to say hey I see that this was last updated your data two months ago. Can you go ahead and give me some fresh pay history? Have they made their payments? It says here, uh, last payment was made March 1st. Did they make the April and May payments?
1: Yeah. Most of the time though, no, if it's if after 30 days, you know, their listings expire. So usually they do have to update stuff on there. So that usually we'll go we'll past that, but
0: you know, one of those things. Yeah. I mean, they could, yeah, but yeah. Most of the time, it's like that. So the importance of doing an indicative bid is to get to um, a negotiation point with the with the seller and, and, and get to a price to establish. Hey, do I want to move forward? Do I want to spend time and money? It's as much. It's so much as important for the seller as it is for the buyer. Yeah. Because you guys have a, an understanding, like, hey, as long as everything checks out with the title, as long as you know you have all the documents, we're not missing any assignments or launches. You know, the note is actually there you can start ripping through your due diligence pretty quickly and Mm -hmm. you know that your bid's not changing. Now, if you start going through your due diligence and you find that, wow, there's some missing stuff in here um, or the value is much lower than it's being represented, that's when you can go back after you've run all your due diligence and say, look, based on what I found in my due diligence, I'm going to need it at this price. If you've got a legitimate excuse or a legitimate find gripe, most of the sellers are gonna be—they're gonna be okay with that, mm-hmm. um, because they're in—they're the, in the business of moving product, like you're in the business of buying product. Mm-hmm. So, it makes it—it it makes transactions go much smoother. One of the things you will want to do is, I usually offer my indicative bid, and get to the point with the seller where I'm saying, "Look, this is my indicative bid. Here's my offer. If everything looks good, I'm moving forward." At that point you can say we can go ahead and now enter into the um enter into contract mm-hmm. and maybe you've looked at all the digital files up to this point as well and you go, go look i'm gonna go ahead order my uh, bpo order my and e report and that's really going to be what what seals it and it allows you to move forward or doesn't on the flip side if you're the seller it's great to ask them, say is this an indicative bid? Are you comfortable moving forward? Are you ready to close? Because you have to remember um, as a seller, you' you're probably dealing with multiple offers mm-hmm. and you don't want to hang hang everything on uh, a buyer who's, who's really maybe just shopping this or, or you know kicking tires looking in there to take a deep discount on something and just tying something up to come back and, and, and get it lower. Um, and then as a seller, you know what's going on with your collateral file. You know if there's some deficiencies in there. Um, the best thing as a seller is if you have an indicative bid on the table, if there are any deficiencies, let them know about it. Mm. Say, hey, FYI, there is a lost note. Um, it's a lost note situation. I do have a lost note affidavit. Uh, maybe you've got the, the borrower who has signed an estoppel. Those kind of things will help out. Um, it's and, always good to put in the seller comments
1: as well. All those things like that are great things to have. Even, hey, make your indicative offer. So, you know, when they start the transaction, hopefully it's one of those things where you kind of see who's the real buyer because if they actually come in and don't ask the questions as you just laid out the seller comments, you know that they're actually done. little preemptive due diligence already. They've read, they are actually interested because they then just make blanket offers you know
0: yeah so that's the indicative bid. it's a great um it's it's kind of industry standard it's it is standard in the industry it's not something that's uncommon people will make offers and they'll they'll call them an indicative bid to so here here's my indicative bid and that's really just saying like look as long as we're good with the collateral file i'm good to
1: move forward pretty much so one last big piece of advice if you are the buyer in the transaction if you haven't signed the purchase sale agreement that means that you're still in the negotiation phase of the transaction which means that that seller is getting other offers so now if you're going to go out there and maybe buy a bpo and an e report and spend about 160 bucks you want to let the seller know hey you mind holding this off or at least signing it to the get it the purchase sale agreement because once it's signed in the purchase sale agreement you guys are officially in a closing if something terrible shows up on the t- you know on title or whatever you can always roll back out no big deal but at that point at least you guys you have first right to take it
0: yeah the goal should be to not roll anything out of closing ever it yeah. should be um, you want to have you know a pretty high closing percentage once you hit closing um, you, you want to have run all the preliminary due diligence you've got your you know your bid accepted and now it's just in case that's kind of like your insurance policy in case something crazy comes back but the goal is to not roll something back out of closing yep yep. that's that's a bid to get offer awesome <laughs> all right then we'll we'll see you on
1: the next one on the next snackable or next podcast if you got something that you want to have rick cover you know i'll just, just uh ask him the question that you asked in the comments and uh we will have another one come out here soon thanks see ya.